if I still need to produce the revenue and I'm the only one that's doing the work, I think I need to offload sales now. What's shaking? Welcome back to All In. I am Rick Jordan, your host. Hey, this episode, you know, we don't promote anything. We don't, we don't take sponsorships. We don't run ads for the show. We don't do anything like that. The only place people see clips are on Instagram or other social channels. Why? Because guys, I depend on you to share this. This show depends on you to help it grow and to reach and help more people. So today, please share this with three people at least, because I know you're going to get something out of it. But as we keep talking, as you, as you listen to me today, you are going to pick out little nuggets and have people pop into your mind and be like, oh, this dude, that girl, they need to hear this right here. So share it with three people today. That helps us a lot so we can keep doing this and keep helping more people. On the show today, I'm going to talk about how I met some of my team members, because you know, I have a cybersecurity company that started out as a managed services IT provider 12 years ago now. I've been in business that long, and this year we're going public, which is pretty impressive, right? And also, I keep saying that I feel like my ass is on fire because now how fast things are moving and I feel like I'm a startup again, because we, we've brought on a lot of new team members over the past year to help fill some of the gaps that we need for these new efforts and initiatives. But I'm going to go way back, way back, ready, to to, uh, when I started and some of my first hires, because I know especially in my industry, in the MSP industry, there's always this big question that I see posted on social media, like who should be my first hire? Should it be sales? Should it be admin? Should it be another tech? Should it be a bookkeeper? Should it be a janitor? Should it be somebody who's going to clean my toilets? I'm going to go through that today and give you what I learned in my experience and how I've formed what my opinion is on this, which actually actually works quite well for most MSPs that want to scale up and continue to grow because most will stay stuck as like a one or two man shop. And I'm going to give you this transition, right? So my very first hire, because I started thinking, it's like, I'm doing all this work, right? And I started looking at what's making me money. This is how I separated my head. What's making me money right now when it was just me and what are activities that I'm doing that don't produce any revenue, any income. So it's sort of that, well, if I sit and create invoices, of course, invoices, you get paid off of those, but I'm thinking the act of creating invoices doesn't make me any money. Sitting down in front of QuickBooks and generating these things, doing that activity doesn't make me any money. So then I start thinking, it's like, well, following up for some emails and scheduling some things, that doesn't make me any money. So I started going through this whole list of things and thinking, what can I put in place? What person can I put in place to help me with these things? And that was that separation I made. What makes me money? What doesn't make me money right now? Who can I bring on board to help me on the things that don't create money? Which means that that, in essence, was a complete expense, right? So if I put somebody in that role, which ended up being an admin, that was my very first hire. She actually was pretty okay at what she did, right? Started looking at those things, but then I started realizing a roadblock. 
you know, and there were some things with her. There's actually some, a story in my book about her situational ethics and, you know, that I ended up having to fire her, but it wasn't because of job performance. But what I started noticing as I approached that moment anyways, it was like it was supposed to happen anyways, because I kept filling my plate with more and more of the tech work, right? Because I kept adding clients. So I was selling and I was doing the work the actual work that made me money. So I saw sales activities as something like the first step of generating revenue, which hello, yeah, it is. And then after that, I would be the one performing the work. I'm like, well, this doesn't work out too well because I started realizing that my time was very limited, meaning I had reached a cap and I could not scale. So then I'm like, okay, what else am I doing that doesn't actually generate revenue? <laughs> so then I'm thinking, well, shoot, okay, because I came as an engineer. You know, I was an engineer. I, I cut my teeth uh, in the enterprise space with Merrill Lynch. Uh, you know, 120,000 workstations, 10,000 servers are ish. You know, rolling out to their branch offices. I've told that story before. You know, I was also the first Geek Squad agent in Chicago, one of the seven test stores across the nation. You know, I was a porn scrubber for them. So I, I had come from. From this world of being an engineer, a tech engineer, a computer engineer, a network engineer. And that's all I was thinking of is that like I was confined to that box thinking, but I was tying it to revenue, which isn't actually a bad thing to think about. So here I am, I'm like, I've already offloaded the admin work. And right now my two responsibilities really are sales and operations, meaning operations doing the work, which actually generates the revenue. And I had not been selling MSP contracts yet, flat fixed fee recurring revenue. I was doing break fix. Uh, this was still within the very first year of my business, break fix and doing block hour contracts. Then I start to think, well, if I still need to produce the revenue and I'm the only one that's doing the work, I think I need to offload sales now. So that's what I do. I hire a salesperson, right? And here's where I failed with that because that didn't last very long because I was still the person doing all the work I had zero time whatsoever to properly train this individual. And within a short period of time, the initiative that they had and the hunger that they had completely disappeared because I did not provide the resources to them that they needed to be successful and actually sell for me. So it, it was this conundrum that I had that I was still completely full up with doing the work which produced the revenue. It made no sense to me to at that point in time to offload that part of it because I'm thinking if I'm the only person that can do it, then I'm the only person that can actually make the company money, right? So I can have somebody else go out and find the work for me and I can, I can do the work and then I can have an admin on the back end actually go out and invoice for the work and do all the other stuff that bogs me down during the day. That was my thought process. Eh, wrong. Both these people went away. Why? Because they failed for different reasons, but they failed ultimately because I was confined in this space that I had to do the work. And yet prior to that salesperson coming on, I was the one that was selling the deals, which means that, hey, you know what? I could actually sell. Everybody 
in my MSP today, I'm going to be very clear about this. Everybody in my MSP today pretty much quote unquote works for sales. Everybody is tied back to top line revenue. I don't have an admin that is just there as an expense. There's also ways that you can tie them back to top line revenue. Salespeople, obviously they're tied back to top line revenue. They're not just an expense. There's no one that exists that is just an expense because everybody offers solutions and chances to generate revenue. And even everybody is compensated on that today. So what did I do way back when? I eliminated both of those roles and said, here's what I think I need to do. I need to hire somebody to do the work for me so that I can go out and I can sell. So my very first hire was another engineer. The very first successful hire that I had was another engineer. And I also started using outsourced help desk providers to, to, to put out the fires as they came in. And then I started focusing on actually eliminating these things. And then I realized, well, wait a second. If I'm out there producing revenue, this has only been a year. I always wanted something that had recurring revenue to it. At that point, I drew the line in the sand with my clients and forced every single one of them, I think it was 15 clients at the time, to sign a managed services fixed fee recurring revenue, build on the first, everything included, contract will really plan with me. And that's another thing. I've never done contracts. But the only way I could ever get to that point so that I knew that I had the revenue coming in to pay this new person to do the work so that I could be freed up to go out and focus on growth. Of course, for the next few years, I still wore two hats. I was still doing some of the work, but I was able to shift more and more over and stack it up on his name is Ryan. Now, by the way, he also runs the operations. He's been with me for 11 years now. Absolutely amazing, dude. He d has put teams in place. He has put procedures in place as we've continued to grow and continue to mature to now where we do multiple million dollars a year with one third the people that most MSPs have because how efficient and mature we are and that we have documented processes and procedures and we measure KPIs that no other MSP does. That's how we stay so efficient. We have one third the tickets that most MSPs do. And we generate like three times the amount of revenue that MSPs do. Wrap that around your head. But the only way I could ever get there to begin with was my very first hire after screwing it up two times that was successful was hiring somebody to do the work for me so I could dedicate specific time for me for strategy, for sales, and for growth. The only way for you to scale, I don't care if it's an MSP or anything else, but if you're a coach, if you're like a credit coach or you're a, you know, a business growth coach, or you're a social media coach, or you're a digital marketing agency that's a one-man band, whatever it is, the only way that you're gonna grow is if you stop doing the work. Bring other people on to do the work for you. That is the first competency you need to hire is somebody to take the actual work that produces revenue, meaning fulfillment of the services that you sold. You need somebody else to fulfill and deliver those services, manufacture those products, ship the products so that you don't have to. So as an owner, as a CEO, the only way you can scale is by having somebody else do the work to free up the time for you to focus on growth.